Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CHAMPION200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. Eighty-six, eighty-six, eighty-six boxing episode two, eighty-six boxing the podcast, eighty-six boxing.com. We on the new. Thanks for joining me. Wherever, whenever, and however you are listening, be sure to hit up at eighty six boxing on Twitter. We got you with the follow back, all that good stuff. Trying to get numbers up, but welcome here for the second episode of the eighty six boxing podcast. I just want to preface by saying R.I.P. to Nipsey Hussle. He's a rapper out of California, very popular as far as urban culture and so on and so forth, and just extends beyond that, to be honest with you, doing a lot of things for the community out there. He was gunned down as of this recording, probably within the last hour or so, but just want to send a rest in peace to him and his family. His family, of course, the thing about these situations is the families, they have to deal with all of the aftermath, so hopefully they can push through this thing, um, and with that, you know, send my condolences. Now, I want to get to the boxing stuff. There was a lot of boxing this weekend and a lot of hot topics. We'll talk about the leading old heavyweight champion, Alexander Gvozdik, Ryan Garcia, Liam Smith, Kubrat Pulev, that situation. Briefly, though, but anyway, once again, you're locked into the 86 Boxing Podcast, brought to you by 86boxing.com. All right, Saturday, March 30th, top rank on ESPN. It was the lineal, the man that beat the man, the WBC World Light Heavyweight Champion, Alexander Gavozdik. He picked up a fifth-round technical knockout victory over Dudu Ngumbu. Now, I know a lot of people probably didn't know Ngambu. Uh, I didn't know Ngambu, to be honest with you. He's out of France by way of Congo. It was an interesting fight for both fighters as they both had backstories. Gavosdiks primarily, or at least recently, being that resulting situation following that knockout win over Adonis Stevenson, who they reported in this show is getting better and better as each day goes on. So we definitely want to keep the spirits high for Stevenson. Get well, man. Uh, at the end of the day, these guys are warriors in the sport, and no one wants to see anyone get hurt. Then Gumbo, he was on the rise, essentially, from failing as a soccer player after leaving Congo, going to France, and now he was fighting for a world championship. So big shout-out to that. 
the fight in itself was fairly decent up to the point of when it ended via technical knockout due to the injury. Now, Ngumbu, he ended up being injured, and it was a non-contact injury. At the time, he just pulled up seemingly towards, seemingly having something to do with the right cow for hamstring. There was a bit of controversy as the referee offered him five minutes as opposed to immediately stopping the fight upon realizing that this was an, interest, uh, an injury, but if you saw the broadcast, then you know how they went over that multiple times. Anyway, prior to the injury, it was a fairly decent fight for the most part, and it was a fairly even fight from a scoring perspective, but I had Gvozdik coming on. He, he started to come on. He was... Um, he was opening up a bit more within those final two rounds and started to land a few bigger shots. This resulted in a lot of posturing and smiling after taking a big shot from Ngumbu. Um, ultimately, the injury robbed us of the finish, but or the finish that we'd like to have seen, but who knows what would have happened. But I suppose Gavozdik might have come on in those middle rounds and really potentially put a hurting on Ngumbu. But it was a brave effort by Ngumbo. Gavosin was patient early and worked behind the jab using the straight and using the jab straight combo often. Ngumbo, he has this active, frantic style. It was very awkward and looked a bit of, uh, it took a bit of time for Gavosin to really catch on to him in the early going. But Ngumbo was not at all conventional. Um, and Gavosin, he ended up uh, getting his flow there towards the tail end. Uh, if he gains more of a killer instinct, then I think that will lend to him offering big, big problems to the rest of 175. But even as he is now, he is a player there. It's pretty much wide open at 175 at this point. You have a litter or a litany of guys who are generally around the same level, seemingly. I don't see one person who stands out more than the other at the current moment. The most experienced from that championship fight experience is Sergey Kovalev. He's 35 at this point, I believe. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how some of these matchups play out. You've got Kovalev. You've got the likes of Dmitry Bivol, who I favor to ultimately come out on top as the division clears up. But we'll see because you also have Arthur Betabiev who I also really like, and I think he has a bunch of power that will trouble any other guys up top. You have Gavozdik, and he's well-rounded, definitely fundamentally sound, and he seems to have a good deal of pop himself. So it's interesting how things could play out. Anthony Yard is looking to face Kovalev, so we'll see if that actually takes place. I favor Kovalev in that fight. But 175, be on the lookout for that division as we move forward over the next few months. So by 2019, I think the air should start to clear a little bit, assuming that some of these unifications take place. Now I'm going to jump to the zone. This took place across the pond in Liverpool. Liam Beefy Smith, he completely dismantled Sam Eggington. Now I like Sam Eggington. I think he brings it every time. But uh, Beefy picked up a fifth-round TKO. Eggington was his usual self. He came out very gay. He can certainly put punches together, and that's not a problem for him at all. It's just that Liam Smith was fundamentally better in pretty much every category, especially when you take into account defense, which is something that Eggington, I would say, has to work on, but I don't know that it can be fixed at this point. Potentially, you know, with the right trainer, but he would have to change up his style a good deal. But uh, 
Oh, beefy, he was ripping shots, all types of punches, and it really messed up Eggington's face. His right eye was all but closed right there at the end. I guess you can say it was closing, but it was, he was just looking nasty, and he was taking heavy shots, especially those to the head, but Beefy was working through the body as well. It probably could have been stopped a little bit earlier than it was stopped, and uh, the corner probably should have thrown in the towel to protect their fighter because Eggington's game, he's always going to uh, go at it, as you know if you've seen him before. But this was an interesting fight for Smith, Liam Smith, just in general, because this was a matchup that certainly on paper was a given for him due to the noted flaws of Eggington that uh, that would ultimately play into uh, Beefy Smith's hands. And this was also a fight that was going to get him a win following a tough fight with Hami Mangia. Smith's only blemishes on his record at the current moment are Mangia and Canelo Alvarez, of course. Uh, when he was knocked out, I believe it was the seventh round in Cowboys Stadium. I think the moment may have been too big for him in that Canelo fight. And though I think he thoroughly lost, of course, but I thought the moment might have been a bit too big for him just at that particular time. And he had some very, very good moments in his fight with Munguia. And there were points where he was outboxing him and it looked like he may potentially stop Munguia. And Munguia is a huge junior welterweight. So even though he ultimately lost that fight, I thought Smith put up a great showing and it showed that if it... If he worked on a few things, hey, he's still right up there. And I think that the wins over Liam Williams will continue to look better and better over time, especially if Williams continues on the trajectory he's on. Though we still need to see him fight some other top-level guys, I think that Liam Williams is a pretty solid uh, fighter. Um, All that said to say... Liam Smith is a major player at 154, in my opinion. Um, he has a base that he, he has a fan base, that being Liverpool, he has them backing him, and he can fight. I think a matchup with some of the top names there at 154, even at this point, are some very interesting fights in his game. Think of the likes of uh, Tony Harrison, who has a belt now that he uh, defeated Charlo. I could see Beefy Smith beating him. Or at least that's a 50-50 matchup, um, and it depends on who you favor, what's uh, style-wise, but you can't tell me that Liam Smith is in game for that title to take that belt if he were matched up with Harrison. And even now with the with Charlo, you got to look at it from that perspective. Smith has been in with arguably the better competition for sure, just by the virtue of the likes of him being in with Canelo, and I think he learned a lot from that fight. Then you have the likes of Hurd. J-Rock is about to fight Hurd. Then you have Erickson Lubin. It's just that at 154, I think Liam Smith will still continue to be a player. And it'll be interesting to see how he finishes out 2019 or what goes down over the next couple of months. I think that him matched up with any one of the fighters mentioned or any other tough names out there uh, would be a good showing. And I give him the potential to show show his worth to know so he's definitely not to be counted out just yet also move on to the zone this also happened uh this past saturday as well as ryan garcia this guy has turned it into a star potentially a bona fide superstar we'll see as time goes on but he, he's so far trending in that direction he picked up a second round stoppage over puerto rico's jose lopez now lopez retired in his corner after the uh, second round due to basically the the hurting that Garcia was putting on him. Garcia was very sharp and crisp. Garcia worked at a distance and overwhelmed Lopez with accurate shots to the point where he dropped him at the end of the second round. The writing was pretty much on the wall from there. 
and this will help to continue to build Ryan Garcia's uh, confidence. Uh, he was the way he was ripping his shots uh, in combination. He looked very good. Now, how much Lopez really had to offer that could be questioned. But Lopez has been in with some uh, some decent guys. Uh, if you check out his record, you'll see. But Ryan Garcia had to give it to him. He looked uh, focused in there. He didn't. And the moment never seems to be too big for him. But I would like to see him get in a few more fights with some tough veterans that'll take him around, sort of like Carlos Morales did last year. And Morales made him very uncomfortable and forced him to reach deep to pull off that victory. And I think we need a bit more of that as it relates to Ryan Garcia. And I get the feeling that he's not afraid to take on whomever he's matched up against. So we'll see what Golden Boy does. I think Golden Boy does a good job of uh, matchmaking. They've definitely been on a run. I forget the guy's name. Um, uh, it slips my mind. But anyway, Golden Boy does a very good job, in my opinion, of matching these young fighters to get them ready as they move and progress gradually. Um, he brought a roster's crowd as usual. Uh, he's a top attraction in California. Hey, that, that's a, a boxing state right there. And then they spoke of the Tank Davis fight in the broadcast. Bedard Hopkins uh, was saying, end of the year, he thinks that Garcia is ready. Hey, Bernard Hopkins is the legend of the game. He may be right, but I think Garcia needs a few more fights, a few solid veterans before moving up to Davis. Uh, then that's no slight to Garcia because I think he will do what he needs to do or he has what it takes to overcome potential situations that would come about fighting those tougher guys. But... I think that him and Tank Davis fighting right now, I would favor uh, Davis for sure. Just only because I think that Garcia is still kind of coming into himself. And they went back and forth on Twitter. It was a little bit funny. Uh, but you can check it out for yourself. I'll move on to the Kubrat Pulev situation, which I want to just touch on briefly. I just want to say it's just an interesting, crazy situation. It's been picked up by... The major news stations, news networks, and you know that means that it's sort of a big deal because typically they don't care about boxing and definitely don't know or probably still don't know and didn't know and still don't know who Kubrat Pulev is. Uh, but this is the situation with him kissing the reporter after his win over the uh, new, this was a DSPN broadcast like a week or two ago. I think it was a week ago, actually. Yeah. Um, so the fallout of that has been a bunch of uh, back and forth from media outlets and so on and so forth. But the reporter, I can't recall her name, uh, she ended up getting Gloria Aldridge as an attorney. And it looks as though she's pressing some form of charges against Kubrat Pulev. And also there have been videos that popped up. Whether that is with bad intentions in a shaming manner or whatnot of the reporter partying with Pulev and and his entourage afterwards, after this whole situation, even to the tune of giving a lap dance to one of the uh, people in his entourage. You know, I, I just mentioned all that to say that the situation overall was wrong. Uh, Pulev should not have uh, kissed this reporter unknowingly he mentioned that they are friends she said that they aren't friends it's just an overall bad situation but he shouldn't have done what he did you have to respect everyone's privacy respect their space 
and this will be a lesson. So this is a bunch of publicity for Pulev in the sport of boxing, but it's not good publicity. It's not good publicity on the media end as well because you have a backlash towards the reporter. It just all turns into a messy situation. So the big thing is just be aware, of course. Be aware. Moral of the story. Be aware of your surroundings. And make sure that you're trying to be on your uh, P's and Q's at all times. But I'll just leave that there. We have a bunch of stuff coming up on 86boxing. Be sure to check out 86boxing.com. Shout out to all my people out there. I have different people that I'm working to get some interviews on and more. So just stay tuned. In the meantime, enjoy yourselves. Have a good night, day, or whatever time period. And check in at 86boxing. Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers to Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.